I would stab someone over Chick-fil-A oh, sauce. Oh, somebody used all my fucking Chick-fil-A sauce? Did you ever stop to think about the many uses we make of light, the everyday things around us, and the less obvious applications? Light is projected through the negative. Well, sadly, the news has not been very good today. Rudy Nair was stabbed in the chest by one of the queens. Accusing him and his team to steal millions of dollars from preschool. He said she was dying of cancer. about accountability and entitlement the man had a sense of entitlement and that's the thing and someone held him accountable this is nolan ross from is it dark in here and what you are listening to was our test episode that we added a little thanksgiving gravy to we had been meeting for several months making what was supposed to be a traditional podcast but after listening to it we said nah i don't think we want to do this so the boys have been talking about doing some sketches so i said why don't you go write a sketch we'll record it and give me some time to come up with something. And this is what it was. It was based on a story out of Ohio, where a man stabs his roommate several times over a fast food argument. And we thought it would be perfect to serve up for you on Thanksgiving. See, what I would stab somebody over is, is sauce. A mm-hmm. sauce incident. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's some sort of sauce, hot sauce or something like that. Okay. So we Sex have sauce in a bag, right? Communal sauce. We're offloading the food, and I need to use the bathroom. And I go in, and I come back, and I see you putting the last packet of sauce on something. Like, I see it happening. Like, I see a mound of empty bags next to you that is obviously more fucking sauce than what you needed. And I see you with that last fucking just squeezing the last little bit of sauce that I can't get anymore on to whatever taco sam whatever you're eating what are you man and if you looked up and you're like did you want some of this sauce fuck right there i would fucking stab you like that is infuriating just the last you go to talk about the last fucking hot sauce goes on that you know how much they fucking give you when you go there What's and this? it's like you we couldn't divvy this up into three piles or something like you couldn't have fucking been like oh you know, you know james might want a couple Taco Bell, I want the sauce, but I'll but I wouldn't kill over it. What or at least stab. What's a fast food that if you didn't have the sauce on it, you might as well throw it the fuck out? A, a roast beef from Arby's. Giant. Giant. Oh, that one, the big one with the fucking meat where it gets dry and you need the Arby's sauce, no on other it. sauce on it. Oh. There's no cheese. It's just bun bun and a half a pound of sawdust filled alleged roast beef. Not as bad. Has to have the sauce. But Chick-fil-A nuggets without Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce. I would oh, mm. I would stab someone over Chick-fil-A oh, sauce. Oh, somebody used all my fucking Chick-fil-A sauce. Like if it was, no, you know what? You know what? Because it comes in the containers. If they had used all of it and I could see the remnants of the fucking sauce in the container and there's not enough 
Like, it's all wedged in the corners and shit, and I, I can't, like, I'm digging my fucking chicken strip in there to try to get some of the flavor, but I can't get enough of it. <laughs> if we found a Chick-fil-A open late, and I'm drinking, and I come back, and I go, what sauce are you getting? Well, I'm getting the Polynesian, I'm getting the buffalo. I go, oh, those sound good. Not my jam, dude. Chick-fil-A sauce, where at? Really? Yeah, it's my shit. It's my lifeblood. I literally keep packets of it in the house, like, the little containers. I, I've stored, I have them in my car. Like, I keep Chick-fil-A sauce. I put it on my wife's cooking. I put it on fucking everything. And she hates it because they're all, oh, they have a bad political stance. And I'm like, but I tell her, I go through the drive-thru and I say, hey, I want the, the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Uh, I want a Chick-fil-A sauce. And I want you to hold the pickle and the bigotry. But if you can only hold one, please hold the pickle. It's fucking going to ruin the whole sandwich. I don't even like it when it touches. You know, I'll live with your bigotry. Okay. And I tell you that that Chick-fil-A sauce is my fucking lifeblood. And you tell me that you're just very happy with the Polynesian and the buffalo. And we get back. I use the bathroom and I come back and you've now eaten my Chick-fil-A sauce. And you go, yeah, this shit is really fucking good. This is good. Man, why didn't anybody tell me about this? And then their shitty, the shitty sauce that they got is still sitting there in a fucking pile. ranch. The ranch is fucking pedestrian. Now, let me do the big reveal that this was Arby's. Oh. It was... I will say, I will confess, I had to go to six or seven different websites uh, to find out which fast food they were arguing over. Um, I, they just kept giving me these details about pled guilty on this date, faces up to 11 years for involuntary manslaughter of this. What fucking fast food was it? I finally found one that was like, oh, it was Arby's. Now I'm intrigued because now I want court transcripts. So they were drinking. Um, it was late. Um, so I'm assuming you can't get any more of this food. Um, I want to say this happened. Uh, he just pled guilty. I want to say it happened when it was very cold out. So you don't want to go. It was like December, okay, in Ohio. This sucks. I'm thinking, okay, I'm from that part of the country. It's cold. It's late. I'm drunk. I'm home. It's cold. It's cold. It's late. 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 Oh my brother, it is certainly good to be home. It is. We have had a hard laborer's day. And I am famished. I as well. That is why on our journey back to our humble abode, we stopped at Arby's and procured our favorite meals so that we could quell the burning desires for sustenance that reside in our bellies. My friend, would you be so kind as to pass me my share of our bounty? If you could hand me my sandwich and fries, I would be eternally grateful. Please, I insist that you select your own fries, and I will gladly accept the fries that you leave behind for me. Thank you, my friend. Here you are. Enjoy. Thank you, my comrade. Let us break bread together and savor our feast. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. What is it? What is it that you have found, my friend? This is a truly glorious day. In this bag, I have found the most wonderful of things. What, my friend? What is it that you have found? I have been blessed with the most perfect exemplification of a curly fry that I have ever seen. Let me witness, my friend. Behold, gaze upon its glory. Look at the length of the fry, the beautiful color of the fry, the tightness of the curl on the fry that is locking in all that seasoning and magnificent flavor. My God, it is beautiful. Scenes that I have to use the lavatory. 
I'm going to use the restroom. And then when I return, I am going to enjoy the glory of this fry. Be careful, my friend. While you are relieving yourself, I may take that fry for myself and enjoy its splendor. My friend, please listen to me. I know that in our past you have eaten my food in order to get a rise out of me, to needle me, to torment me with what you consider good-natured fun. Let me be deathly earnest with you, my friend. If you eat this fry while I am in the restroom, I will kill you. I will walk into the kitchen and grab a knife from the cutlery drawer and I will plunge that knife into you over and over again until you are deceased. But that fry, it's so tempting. Please, I beg of you, if you eat that fry, you are going to force me to do something which I do not want to do. Please, my best of friends, I urge you, do not make me end your life. Do not force me to rob this world of your presence for the most trivial of matters. Please. Oh, oh. Can I trust you? Can I trust you not to eat my perfect fry? Yes, my friend. Yes, you can trust me. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you a thousand times. But can he? Can he trust me? As I look upon the glory that is this most wonderful of curly fries, I ask the question, can I trust myself? I was warned unequivocally that I would face peril of the gravest sort if I were to consume this fry. That my eating the fry would be the highest form of betrayal. Treachery that would end in my death. But I ask the question, is this fry truly his? It was a simple act of faith that determined who would be granted with the honor of consuming what may arguably be the most perfect curly fry that the world has ever seen. It was my decision to select the container of fries that did not have the most sublime of treats. But does that mean that I should suffer? Should I be forced to play the hand that fate has dealt me? Should I just accept my lot and fold my hand? Or should I defy fate? cast away the cards that the cruel fate has bestowed upon me, reach back into the deck, and take the magnificently curly ace of spades that is so rightfully mine? No. No, I cannot. I must not. Oh, fuck it. No, no. Oh, oh, oh God. How brilliant. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, how brilliant. Oh, Oh, my dearest of confidants, I would suggest that you postpone any relief that your bowels may require for at least 15 minutes. <laughs> the things I did in there are... Where is my most illustrious of prizes? Where is my fry? Where has it gone? I ate it. You... ate it? You promised me. You swore that you would not do such a thing. What do you have to say for yourself? Sorry? 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 
No, my former friend, it is I. It is I who is sorry. Sorry that I trusted you to keep your word and sorry that I now have to do the thing that must be done. No, please. No, I will show you no mercy because that is what you deserve. I told you, I told you what would happen to you if you would consume my fry, you Judas. I told you that if you were to rob me of the nirvana of that most glorious of delicacies, that I would in you, and that, sir, is what I intend to do. Take that, and that, and that as well, you vile transgressor. Damn you, damn you to hell for not only what you have done, but for what you have made me do. Oh, my God, what have I done? Are you still here, my friend? Are you still with us? (laughs) Yes, for the moment I am. I'm sorry for what I've done. No, friend, it is I who is sorry. I brought this end upon (coughs) myself. Before I go, there is something I must tell you. What? What is it, my friend? The fry. (laughs) Yes? The fry. It was. It was. It was what? It was scrumptious. No! Now here's Christopher Royer with his Thanksgiving leftovers. Uh, In the spirit of leftovers, I would like to say that my two favorite Thanksgiving leftovers are one, a sandwich that you make with dark meat turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing. I put more stuffing on the bread and a little bit of gravy, which I got to heat up separately in the microwave. It's a whole process. And a little bit of mayonnaise too. A little bit of mayonnaise for coating. Yeah, and for coating. And that is my favorite Thanksgiving leftover. My second favorite Thanksgiving leftover is the PTSD I have from the argument my parents had in 85 on Thanksgiving when my mom found the evidence of my dad having a homosexual affair on her. (laughs) And then my brother and I just sat there watching the Macy's parade while they went paraded back and forth screaming. Eventually the end of the evening found us out at my aunt's house with my mom and all of her brothers and sisters hiding from my dad while he went off and got shit hammered. He showed up later, tried to get violent. Don't worry. Not, I mean, her whole family and brothers were there and they were all sober. But that was winter time in Pennsylvania. So his Monte Carlo got stuck in the mud in the front yard of my aunt's house. And then all of my mom's brothers had to make this weird decision of like, do we go push this guy out of the mud who we clearly hate? Because if we don't... He's kind of still stuck stuck here yelling and screaming. And so to watch these just lovely people go out in the mud and push him out of the frozen, frosty ground to get his drunk ass out of there uh, the day after my mom found, well, that day morning found uh, photographic evidence. This is is old school pics. Is it dark in here? We'd like to thank one of our sponsors of this week's episode, Scratchy Twine. You've already got her tied up. There's no reason she has to be comfortable. Scratchy twine. Save a couple bucks.
And now, James Hohenscheidt with a Thanksgiving tip. As we head off into Thanksgiving and we enjoy time with our family, just remember when you go to Thanksgiving dinner, bring something. Bring something to eat. Don't just bring other people that are going to eat the things that are at the Thanksgiving dinner because that's not bringing something. You need to put something into the potluck that everybody can eat, not just sycophant, grubby, hungry-ass people that are going to come in and eat the food that your aunt or your mom or your grandmother or your grandfather has been slaving all day to cook. Just don't descend like a group of locusts. Is it dark in here? Your three-piece orchestra still playing as the Titanic goes down. Remember to like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Did you ever stop to think about the many uses we make of light, the everyday things around us, and the less obvious applications? Light is projected through the negative... 